0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast. We try to give you guys some actionable items, real things that you can take back to your call center, improve the overall quality, improve your agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. How's everybody doing? Interesting times we have here uh, right now in the States. We, uh, we were initially going to release this episode on Monday, which I believe would have been June 1st. It is now June 4th, which is Thursday, and we're kind of re-recording the episode. Not that there is anything wrong with the other one, but, you know, with all the protests and the kind of the rioting and kind of the unrest that's going on, (laughs) we thought maybe Monday would have been a a bad day to release a kind of discipline, (laughs) corrective action in your call center podcast just didn't, it seemed kind of tone depth to the situation. So we're going to re-record it right now. Um, I guess a little bit with this preamble here to kind of you know, kind of set the table for kind of where our thought is, and again, this is I think a lot of you have reached out, um, especially you newer call center managers, and and have asked me questions on on how do you deal with reps that maybe aren't giving attitude, or, or I'm sorry, aren't giving effort? Maybe come in with an attitude. Maybe you know don't feel like working today. How do we? How do we deal with those guys? And now that we're in an at-home model for most of us, you know, how do you deal with with that when you hear a bad, you know, monitoring? How do you how do you get across that from a from an instant message from a, from an SMS from from those communication tools that we're using now in Slack and Teams? You know, what do you do if, if somebody's you know I've, I've heard a lot of you guys that you just you know sometimes you just have reps dip right they just leave they're scheduled to five it's two thirty they just leave they they log out they're gone what do you do? Right, um, so I want to tackle and, and kind of help you at least with some of those issues because we all face those issues, and you know some of uh, some of how we deal with them is different. I I did a post on LinkedIn this week, and it it got some I don't know got a lot of pushback. I got some some kind of thumbs up on it, but you know discipline in the call center and and how you handle your call center is is really based on your culture. So there's a lot of different different methods and different approaches and different ways. So again, what I'm going to tell you is not what I think is the end all be all, the only way to do it. It's what I have found to be successful. And in looking at call center consulting and looking at, you know, different ways that call centers operate, what I'm finding and it's it's 100% in my center too is that you know, your your corrective action or your your discipline, I hate that word discipline, right? It Sounds like you're a like a dad, <laughs> like in, your, in the the reps are your children, which is not true. Um, but it, it's really based on your personality. Like if you if you notice how you the rules, the policies, the procedures, if you kind of have them in place, or the person who puts those those policies and procedures, a lot of them is is set and deemed from their personality. So you have to be careful with that when you're. When you're creating policies, when you're creating HR, um, you know, books that that deal with your contact center, because sometimes your personality might be the right, might not be the right culture, right? And you need to tone it down or you need to you amp it up, you know, all depending on uh, on what you're looking to do in your contact center. So I'm going to tell you what my personality is. I am super laid back. Everybody here calls me the champagne bottle. <laughs> Which, I don't know if that's good or not, but at least they say it to my face. So, uh, But basically, you know, I, I kind of let things go. I let things go. I try to deal with it. I try to deal with it, and then I just pop, right? And I think that I don't want to say that our policies are written that way because that probably wouldn't be the best way to, to have a have some policies. But basically, we try to do everything we can up front before we get into any kind of discipline, Right. We want to try to do everything we can that's positive. We want to try to positively reinforce. We want to incent. We want to do all those kind of things before it gets to a point where you know, we have to have a talk, pull somebody off the floor, send somebody home, give a three-day suspension, all those kind of things. So I think the policies and, and how we operate here at Expedia correlate pretty well <laughs> to, to what my personality is. Um, when it comes to those kind of situations. So I give a lot of leeway and I think, I think this is probably the norm, right? I think a lot of you guys probably give a lot of leeway and then you say enough is enough. Um, now there's some of you out there. I know that are very authoritarian that this is the way. Um, and, and if you're not doing it, you're out of here. And then I know there's some of you out there that need to get tougher that that just kind of let reps kind of roll over you and the reps are kind of running the uh, running the room which which can't really happen either so you got to find a a happy medium I think that this is one of the ways to do it is is to put a bunch of things up front uh, to try to uh, solve some issues and then get into the discipline here on the in the back so let's first talk about a very controversial topic that I know a lot of you will disagree with, some of you will agree with, but what happens when there's conversation on the call center floor that is probably inappropriate, right? And when I say inappropriate, you know, in our policy, we, we kind of talk about religion and we kind of talk about politics as being two things that we don't discuss on the call center floor. And I know I've been a part, I've been you know running a call center in, in different call centers for the last 20, 25 years, and I've only had one fight on the call center floor, and that was about 15 years ago, and it was a political conversation. It was a, some kind of Republican-Democrat conversation, and it turned into an actual fistfight that I had to go run and subdue uh, some reps. Luckily, I'm bigger than most of the reps. Um, uh, luckily for the, for, for me, I was bigger than those two guys. So we were able to kind of break it up pretty quick, but you know, that kind of got me thinking about what can be done on the center floor and what can, and so really, you know, we want to really focus on three things is number one is serving the client as best we possibly can, you know, having a living for our, our reps and our employees. And third is having a really cool work environment. So if if the conversation or what we're doing doesn't kind of fit in those three bottles, those three kind of tenants, then then it's probably something that we need to look at that that shouldn't be there. So if you do have conversation, and again, let's just say that you know we have a, some type of political conversation or we have a religious conversation, um, and the supervisor or manager hears it, it's got to be squashed right away. Right, and and I don't think they get involved at all. All you say in the conversation, they get involved in breaking it up. But you basically just say, "Hey, guys, um, inappropriate conversation for the call center floor. We can't talk about that." Um, And then try to broach another subject. Be like, "Janie, by the way, awesome sale!" Or, "Hey, you guys are five points down. You guys get one more sale or one more good QA score. You're going to be right there." You know, something that kind of brings them back into the work environment and and. That sometimes works, sometimes doesn't, depending on how deep they are in the conversation. You got to really try to nip that right in the bud. If they've been talking for ten minutes and you let it go, you're probably in big <laughs> in, in trouble when it comes to you know trying to break it up there. If it does continue, you got to remove them from the floor, right? And it's nothing. It's not yelling. It's not screaming. But hey, guys, this conversation is inappropriate. It can't happen on the call center floor. I'm going to have to ask us to to kind of walk off here or go to HR, or whatever your policy is there. So you want to take any type of inappropriate conversation off the floor. Don't let it spread. Cause sometimes that can spread like wildfire and people start taking sides. And the next thing you know, if you don't have something that happens that day, you have people that start, you know, not liking or, or forming teams against each other based on some political views or, and that's going to probably happen already. So you don't want to kind of exacerbate the problem by allowing it to, to continue in your call center. So we can, we do that, um, Obviously now with, with using Slack, with IMing, um, it's a little bit easier. We can delete some comments, do something. We haven't had any of that issue. You know, the reps kind of know what, what's going on. So if there's anything that kind of gets to that line, supervisor might make a joke or they, they might say, hey, guys, can't talk about that. I'm going to delete this. And we kind of let them know. And, and nine times out of 10, it, I would say 9.9 times out of 10, it, it, it fixes the situation. All right, let's talk about some other kind of situations, like a, a rep that, let's say, we'll, we'll do this both. We'll do this if they come into your brick-and-mortar call center or if they're doing this at home. But they come into work, and you know how it is. They're like, this sucks. I don't want to be here. They sit in their chair, and they're just, you know, they're giving zero, zero effort, and they have an attitude. So as if you guys have followed the podcast, you know The two things that we ask that you have to bring every single day is just attitude and effort. That's all, everything else we train and we deal you with, we deal uh, and and help you with. So when we see that somebody is not providing effort, somebody is kind of bringing a energy vampire, as John Gordon says, and sucking energy from other reps as well and bringing them down, we have to stop that. So the first thing is we kind of have a three-part method, um, and this is... (laughs) This is not from any management book that you'll probably find, uh, but this is kind of what has worked for us over the years is, number one, the supervisor will kind of go up to them. It's very important, I think, that your supervisors have the same reps every day, and I think most of you guys do that so that they understand the personalities. They know what makes them tick. This is why it's really important to – you know, we always talk about controlling the first thirty minutes that they're they're greeting the reps. They kind of they're taking the temperature of the room. They kind of know who to go up to and and who to talk to. So they're going to go up to you know Janie, poor Janie. I use Janie a lot. She's always in a bad mood or doing something wrong. But we go up to Janie and we we kind of joke or we talk to her a little bit or ask her about their kid. Or try to make them smile. Right? Try to try to kind of crack that that little bit of of animosity or or kind of laissez fair attitude maybe they're having now so we're going to try to do that first and, and probably about 25 to 30 percent of the time that that fixes that if it doesn't then we're going to just say hey come here and we're going to pull Janie, and we're going to maybe bring them over to the supervisor station and we're going to be hey what's going on everything okay um nothing nothing negative be like you know i gotta i gotta have you you're a leader here you got to make sure that you're you know you're bringing it blah 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 those kind of things And you're kind of going to give a little bit of a, a pep talk a little bit of a rah-rah Try to get that turnaround. And that's going to get you, you know, most of the time, 50 to 60%. So we're about at 80, 90% of the time. I think that you can, you can really turn somebody early. But if they continue and they don't want to be there, then guys, they can't be on your floor. And whether they are your best rep from a, a sales perspective, from a QA perspective, from a handle time perspective, it doesn't matter. If you allow that to happen, it kind of festers into your contact center because they know that it's allowed. And then the next day when Janie's, uh, the person sitting next to her is not in, in a bad attitude, you can't do anything with that, right? So you're setting precedents with every single thing that you do as a supervisor, whether it's positive or negative. So we're going to pull Janie off the floor. Uh, we're probably going to take her to HR. We're going to try to fix it again, Right. We're not here to fire her. We're not here to send her home. She could have had a horrific day. She may have had a horrible, horrible night. You know, we're going to try to get to the root cause of, of the problem. You know, if she needs to go have a smoke, right? If she needs to take twenty minutes, um, you know, we're going to allow all that. Um, but if she gets an HR and she obviously doesn't want to be there, uh, there's an attitude issue. Then, then guys, yeah, she's going to go home. Our policy, which we're going to talk about here, with progressive discipline which I kind of hate that term, but that's kind of what we've used throughout the years. Our policy says she comes back the next day. If everything's fine, nothing, it's, it's not a big deal, right? We've kind of documented it, but other than that, we continue on. If again, if there's an attitude, she doesn't want to be there, then it's a three day suspension, right? And I think we got to a point, right? Where you basically have given, given that associate four or five kind of get out of jail free cards, right? Four or five times to try to turn it around, um, everything from you know, a, a, take some extra time, go have a cigarette, have a break. Uh, we've joked a little bit, we've talked off the floor, we've got, gone through the raw, We've kind of hit a lot of the things that we need to try to hit to try to get her to to kind of turn it around. Um, and if not, then you know, we really have no other uh, no other choice. So, before I get into some other things. I want to talk about progressive discipline. And again, I don't like that term. We're trying to find something better for it because it sounds punitive. And I guess it kind of is. Um, but again, you kind of see what we're doing here, right? We're trying to do everything we can so we don't get to a point where somebody's, you know, missing out on a paycheck, missing out on money, missing out on hours. We, do, we don't want that. It hurts them. It hurts us. You know, I was told a long time ago, anybody can fire somebody. It's super easy to fire people. But it's very difficult to make stars and to turn people and to get people motivated and to get going. That's that's kind of the job of the management team, the job of the supervisor. Anybody can fire. It's super easy. Let's really try to work with these people that we've invested in. They've invested in us. Let's try to make this a mutually beneficial uh, situation. But one of the things that we found to be helpful is a progressive discipline policy, which basically means you know, you're going from... You know, a, a talking to to the written to the three day uh, to a to a, a, a improvement plan to a suspension, you know to a termination. It also means that we dictate all of those rules ahead of time. This is the number one fault that I see in an HR setting in the call center is having subjective HR people kind of think about what the punishment, quote unquote, punishment should be, right? Well, you know what, Janie, if I look, she'd been written up twice and she was late today, so I think we should send her home today. And then the other HR person says, no, I think she should be three days suspended because, you know, I heard the other day that she said this to a rep, right? And you get yourself into a big box when you're starting to make subjective moves on what should happen to somebody you know, based on what you think. The other thing is you're very emotional. When things are going on on the floor, you're emotional and you make mistakes when you're just basing it on, on just the the spur of the moment decision. So you want to sit down and decide with your team what happens when what happens, right? So if somebody's late five days in a row, what does that mean? If somebody's late two days in a row, what does that mean? If somebody has no effort um, and They get to HR, what does that mean? If somebody calls off, you know, five days in a row and doesn't have a doctor's excuse, what does that mean? So all the different ways, you know, if if there's a there's a argument on the call center floor, what does that mean? How do you deal with it? So you want to think of all the different issues that could arise in your call center. You want to talk about how we're gonna deal with them as a supervisor, as a management team, and two, what are the repercussions for the reps or what are the uh, what's going to happen to the associate. Um, and you want that in writing. So when you when a rep comes in for training, you know, that first week of training, you're going to be like, hey guys, here's the deal, right? If you call off three days in a row, we got to have a medical excuse, uh, something along those lines. If you don't, then this is what happens. If Guys, if you get into an argument on the call center floor, if you swear, if there's bad language, this is what happens. Um, if you... <laughs> I don't know, fall asleep in your station, right? This is what happens. So all those types of things are kind of written out so that when somebody goes to HR, you can just say, hey, this is kind of what happened. Our policy says this. Guys, there's not a lot of leeway I can give. And then you kind of execute on that. So again, try to take the emotion out of it. Try to take the um, the thought process of, of what you think should happen and really talk it through ahead of time when there's zero emotion and, and kind of work those things out. Now you're gonna have things that are gonna come up that aren't on your on your policy, right? Because there's weird, weird stuff happens in the call center all the time, but you keep adding to it. And next thing you know, in a couple of years, you have a really, really robust kind of policy plan for, for any type of issues that that arise. All right, before I go, I wanna talk about one thing that's been happening at home with a lot of you guys and, and it's happened to us too, no doubt, is that is people just bailing, right? Bailing on the shift. So, right, the shift ends at hypothetically 5 o'clock. It's 2.30. They just leave, right? What do you do there? You fire them. Um, do you coddle them? Do you say, well, I mean, what, what do you do? So what we have found, and again, this work at home is new for us, is if you want to leave early, just let your supervisor know if you have a, a sick child, if you have, you know, something comes up, there's an emergency emergency we get it. It happens all the time. Slack your supervisor. That's our policy. Hey, uh, Janie or Susie, uh, this is Janie. Um, you know, I have an emergency. I have to leave at 2.30 in 10 minutes. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's fine, right? We'll figure it out. WFM, we'll work it out. Maybe move some people over. We can make adjustments. We can fix things then. When we can't fix it is when you just bail, right? So it's Friday. It's 77 degrees out. It's really nice and you leave early. So, when that happens, right, automatically your login gets disabled by the supervisor, right? And it doesn't get disabled forever, but it gets disabled because people like to kind of just sneak in the next day and pretend nothing happened. And sometimes, you know, the supervisor may forget, HR may forget. Um, we have a whole policy of, of how HR gets informed of this. We try to slack them, right, and, and make sure that nothing's wrong because sometimes, you know, maybe there's something wrong with their system. The electricity goes out. Everybody's slack on their phone though too. So if they don't slack us, if they go radio silent, then, you know, that's when kind of the, the issues rise. where We're going to lock everything down. They're going to try to log in the next day. It's not going to work. Then they have to call in. Then we're going to have a discussion, right? And then our progressive discipline kind of takes into effect. These are certain things that we've had to add into progressive discipline as I just talked about because they weren't in there because we didn't have at home. So I don't know, I, guys, I hope that's helpful. We haven't done kind of an HR one in, in a while. Um, if there's any specific scenarios that you want to, you know, kind of talk to me about, let me know. And, and you know, I, I'm sure we've seen it and we kind of have a plan for for what we would do in those situations. So um, if you want to, you know, go to the, the Facebook, the Advice from McCall Center Geek Facebook community and kind of post something, you know. I'm sure everybody can kind of have a have an opinion on what to do on, in certain situations. If you want to check me out on LinkedIn um, and you can instant message me or I'm, I guess you should say direct message me on LinkedIn, um, I'm more than happy to, to help. Follow me. Please uh, check me out on LinkedIn. Follow me. I'm posting a ton of stuff every single day on, on call center operations. I'd love to see some more reviews as well if, if you guys are finding any value with this. And then the last little thing, and I saved it to the end, is if you are looking um, to change your contact center software, if you're looking to add anything and you don't know where to start or, or what to turn to, um, there is callcentergeekconsulting.com, which is just a, a quick landing page that I created. Um, I have two members of my team that are working with me on this, but it's pretty much you're going to talk to me personally. So if you are saying, hey, I have a premise-based solution and I want to move to the cloud, um, you know, you can just you know let me know in a in a, in a LinkedIn post or, or go over to callcentergeekconsulting.com to fill out the quick form. I don't even ask for your phone number. I don't believe, I think it's just a first name, last name, email company, right? And we can have a talk and we can have a call and, and I can hopefully guide you to, to some things that, that may be able to help you. So, all right, guys, stay safe. Um <laughs> You know we'll we'll get off uh, we'll get through this together. Stock market's going up. I guess we got that going for us. But I I still think you know as a as a country we're kind of coming through this. Um, it's a slow painful process. But you know whether it's through these protests or um, the 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 COVID and hopefully and we pray that there's no kind of resurgence of the the pandemic as well with with all the protests going on. But all right, uh, interesting times. I Hope that this helps. Great to talk to you talk to you guys next week.